Post 82 is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Hello, everybody. This, this is Jason Jones with your Post 82 podcast. Following the Kings' first win of the season, yay, everybody. Kings win 102-101 over the Utah Jazz. Moved to 1-5 on the season. Kings had been the only winless team in the NBA entering tonight, but behind 25 points from De'Aaron Fox, 18 from Buddy Hield, and a, a game-winning putback from Harrison Barnes with 2.9 seconds to play, the Kings edged the Jazz, who had fought back from a nine-point deficit in the fourth quarter to take a late lead on Donovan Mitchell's uh, layup with 11.2 seconds to play. Kings came down. De'Aaron Fox drove in the lane. Nemanja Bielitsa in the corner for a three that he missed, but Barnes flew in, was able to get the rebound. It helped that Rudy Gobert had to go out to cover Bielitsa on that three, kind of left a little crease for Harrison to get in there and get the putback. Then uh, Donovan turned around and uh, came back on the other end, came up short on a three. He thinks he was fouled. Of course, he didn't get the call, obviously, because he didn't get any free throws. And the Kings get the victory. A good way for them to go on this road trip starts Sunday in New York against the Knicks, followed by a game in Toronto and a game in Atlanta. Obviously, you needed to get this game just because, hey, 0-6. 1-5 isn't a whole lot better, but it's much better than 0-6 and trying to go on the road to get your first win. A lot to cover with this game. A lot of things that you saw that I saw that I liked from the Kings, mainly their effort, their energy they played with. Start to finish. This is easily their most complete game. They still didn't win third quarter. Got outskirt 32 to 30. But, <laughs> you know, seeing the previous five third quarters, that's like a miracle. I mean, that's a huge step for them to show a lot more focus, a lot more poise coming out of that, that halftime period just to try to get some things going in the right direction for them. So, Looking at this game, what did I like the most about this game from the Kings' perspective? Easy, that's De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron took a, had 25 points, five rebounds, four assists, uh, was aggressive from start to finish. Uh, Mike Conley couldn't stay in front of him. Emmanuel Moutier, whoever the, the Utah Jazz threw in front of De'Aaron, he was able to get by them and get to the rim, uh, whether it was scoring for himself cre- or creating for his teammates. De'Aaron only took one three amongst in his 17 shots that he missed. So that means outside of that one shot, he's eight for 16 outside on two point shots. No good number for him and a good number of shots. And the big thing, he took 12 free throws. So he's taking the contact and getting to the line. Kings only took 17 free throws as a team. 12 of those were from De'Aaron Fox. So he was big for them tonight, just in terms of creating offense, dictating tempo when it needed to be dictated. And he didn't get an assist on that last shot, but his ability to get into the paint, to suck the defense in, uh, was able to create a good look for Belly. And also because of that that action that was created by De'Aaron's penetration, allowed Harrison to get in there and get that put back. So 
big game for De'Aaron tonight, and it's one of those games where the Kings are going to have to build on that. One thing De'Aaron said after the game is that he was more vocal on both ends of the floor, and he has to become more consistent in that. One of the things De'Aaron talked about coming into this season was becoming a better leader, becoming more vocal. I know early in his career, his rookie year, one thing that was tough for him was to be that guy because he's 19, 20 years old, and you've got you know Vince Carter in the locker room. How do you basically, as a kid, yell at Vince Carter or get on a Vince Carter or some of these veterans that he had around him? He's a lot more comfortable in that role from what I can see. He wants that role. He's embracing that role. And Luke Walton, is, as of now, he's giving De'Aaron the freedom to be the leader he needs to be because it's great when Buddy Hill is making shots. It's great when Bogdan Bogdanovich is coming off the bench making shots and creating things. But for this team to become a great team eventually, I don't mean like win three or four games in a row this season or get to a 500 record this season. I mean for this team to become a perennial playoff team and eventually a team that they believe can maybe one day contend for a championship De'Aaron Fox has to be the man it can't be a he can't play a secondary role he has to make this engine go so the game against Utah this was a game where he was that guy like I said he went at Mike Conley consistently forced him to defend him all night forced anyone really put pressure on the bigs made them have to deal with him all night and that really created a lot of good looks for his teammates think about what I didn't like uh, you, if you want to, we want to nitpick and we can look at 27.6% shooting on threes. You missed five free throws. But what jumps out to me is the 17 turnovers, which is um, actually not a bad number for the Kings this season. They had seven of those in the first quarter. But the key to that was that they didn't give up any points off of those in the first quarter. So for the entire game, they gave up 14 points off of turnovers while converting 28 points off of 17 turnovers for Utah. Like I said, I'm nitpicking with that one. Just because, well, you got to find something that you don't like. And that may be the thing I could say I don't like. Or not maybe. That's the thing I don't like. You would love to see that number around 12 to 14. That would be a great number. But if the Kings are going to play fast, pick up their pace, they're going to probably have nights where they have a lot of turnovers. But what you got to do along with that is you've got to be able to turn the other team over, which they did tonight. Like I said, getting 17 turnovers on the Jazz, they turned into 28 points. So I guess I'll stop nitpicking at them right there on that. But, hey, I didn't like seeing seven turnovers in the first quarter, but they settled themselves down considerably over the rest of the game, got themselves going in the right direction, and were able to pull out this win. So what do we have to look forward to with the Kings going uh, on this road trip? Three road games. I would say a two-in-one trip would be – Great. Obviously, look at the Knicks as a game that's winnable. Also, Atlanta, especially not knowing Trey Young's status. You know, will he be out? Will he try to come back in time for that game? We don't know. But this is a road trip that's going to be big for the Kings. You don't want to go 0 3, come back home 1 8. I think 3 6, not a great record, but it's something you can work with if they can come back like that. So that was a big thing for them to be able to get this win tonight so that they could not have the pressure of worrying about getting their first win on the road. Uh, maybe that would have worked out, but fortunately for the Kings, they won't have to worry about that because they were able to knock off Utah tonight. Also going forward, one thing that jumps out to me is uh, the Kings got a good contribution from Dwayne Dedman tonight. 10.7 rebounds off the bench. Second game off the bench since he was replaced by Rashawn Holmes in the starting lineup and Dwayne played 27 minutes. Rashawn Holmes played 20 minutes. So they're going to still split those minutes. Whoever has the hot hand, so to speak, will get the minutes. And today they rolled with Dwayne, and Dwayne produced, including a big three with 58 seconds to go to give the Kings a 100-97 lead. 
So Dwayne was definitely big for the Kings tonight. You know, there's going to be a lot of attention on him, a lot of scrutiny because of the contract he signed, but still only six games into this thing. So there's still plenty of time for Dwayne to figure out how he fits with this team, how things will work, and also for the coaching staff to figure out the best ways to use him. So it was good that they were able to get that out of Dwayne tonight. And also, by the way, Dwayne blocked two shots. So he was definitely a presence on defense. Also, Trevor Ariza off the bench didn't take a shot. But had five rebounds, was a, and pretty much whoever was getting hot, Luke put Trevor on. And that's a lot to ask for Trevor, but, you know, whether trying to track down Donovan Mitchell, whether it was trying to track down Boyan Bogdanovich, Trevor had a big role and a big key in this win as well. I'll be checking in with you again over the weekend following the Kings game in New York. That's all I got for you right now. Kings win 102-101. Check me out on my social media. My Twitter is Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. My Instagram is at Mr. Jones LBC. And that LBC is for Long Beach, California, in case you didn't know that. Great catching up with everyone again. Thanks to my man, Kenny Caraway, for filling in for me uh, Wednesday night. Had a little car accident. Had to sit home, recover for a little bit, but I'm back. So take care, everyone. Look forward to catching up with everyone later in the weekend. Take care and uh, enjoy yourselves.